So I just realized something that I didn't talk about Gwen and Felista and Tobin. So they had their own little threesome going on, right? So Gwen was kind of on the she been through a roller coaster this season and she died in the end. So I don't know what to say about that. She kind of went through a lifetime of experiences, literally and figuratively. She ran from a baby, went through a massacre, her entire family died, put on the throne, put into secret, put into hiding, went through training, found friends, had a nice life, had love twice, went through multiple wars, and then saved her nation in the very end, before the gods came to take it over. It was kind of a mess of a situation with Gwen, especially like... So, in the beginning, she was against Hun Talon Wakano, and if he ends because of the whole Black Bloods and Black Fist, and her not trusting any of them, and Talon saying, You don't trust any of them, I guess that's fine, but I'm a Black Blood too. And then she's saying, You're different. Not exactly. I've only been with humans, which is why I blend in with you guys, but I'm not actually one of you. Which Gwen had to realize and take into account. She tried to give Yavala and her people, like, some time to try and, you know, integrate. I mean, it worked for a hot second, but unfortunately, both sides have a bunch of hotheads that decided to do whatever the hell they want. And both sides suffered for it. Garrett almost died, and one of Yavala's people, people almost died, too. But at least Gwen and Talon were on the same page about Yavala, but the fact that I just don't trust her. She seems a little too happy and higher than thou and how uh, you say not realistic but what's the word for it um so it's like the opposite of pragmatic idealistic about this entire paradise situation she's waiting for i mean the entire situation with the whole thing was like a mess it was a complete and not a mess okay and then with the whole tobin situation and that was a hard pull. I mean, like, Helen Velista was giving us some mud. How you say? Look behind eyes and cross-eyed. And I was like, girl, calm the hell down. You actually took her husband. You left Tobin, from what I understand. I don't know if it was your choice to go marry this other guy, but you had to marry someone else, or you wanted to marry someone else. Because from what I understand, uh, Tobin being the person he was back then, he would have picked you up and carried you off. That you didn't want to do that. From what I understand, you had a long game plan to marry him, wait till he dies, and then go back for Tobin. But you thought my wife was going to wait for you that entire time, not giving him the full story. That was like if a woman did that entire thing and be like, you didn't tell me any of this happening. Why did you do all this to me? I didn't ask you to do all that. Be like, I got to take care of that. We could have done something ourselves. I could have done something. I was just up in here looking stupid and miserable, thinking... My boy or my man or my girl just kind of left me on the sidelines to wither. And, you know, he fell in love with someone else, became a better person than somebody else. It's kind of like the car situation when Monel wasn't a good guy with her. She made him a good guy and then someone else kind of reaped the benefits of it. Just like how Gwen made Tobin a good guy and Felista reaped the benefits of it. She was kind of, how you say, 
she kind of had that holier than thou attitude about the entire thing as well. Be like, I'm sorry, you think you're on the right side of this, but you're not. You got him by a side of hand in a deal. He doesn't actually freely want to be with you, so I don't see what you have to be so hoity-toity and I won about four. I don't know what winning and love don't really go in the same sentence. I'm not supposed to, anyway. God help if they do. So, she wins Tobin. Tobin's not happy about it. He goes back to Zoe's and starts to drink. Then he starts to figure out how he can get Gwen back, or at least be of much help to her as possible. He holds out his love for as much as he could and shows up with Gwen has too much pride to take someone else's man. I mean, like, she will be the queen that took someone else's man in history books. And my girl did not want that image for her family. They've already been through enough hell and they have enough gossip and scandals on their name. And she was a prideful person. She wasn't going to take someone else's man. I just be like, no. I mean, like, they were even doing the same thing with her and Garrett when they were trying to do parallels between Tobin and Felista and her and Garrett about the childhood friends and how apparently his old feeling kind of just came up when she was in danger and he just wanted to go to her. He risked his life. And he saved her, but he did die in the end. But he didn't regret it. But his loyalty was always to Gwen. And that was proven in his last dying breath when he told Felissa to protect the queen. So you can interpret that in many ways, because you could think that he still loves Gwen, but technically he said to protect the queen. He didn't ask for Gwen and say, I love you. And he did risk his life to save you. He would still be alive if he didn't actually love you as much as you claim he loves me more than you. So I mm. would have stayed here to protect myself, to protect me. But he knew that he loved you. And he was loyal to you, and you were actually going to be of help to his queen, and that he loved you. So, all of that came into effect, and he went and did his job as a husband, and went to get his wife. I mean, they had some up and downs, and he wasn't too sure about Felista and her little scheming antics, trying to boost up Tobin to higher possession, putting him in Gwen's face, be like, why would you want your husband to be with the person that he supposedly loves day in and day out? What, to torture Gwen? That's going to torture you too, you know, because you're never going to know if they cross the line. I mean, they might do it, but I don't think Gwen could push aside enough of her, bride, her pride to do it, because I'm pretty sure she'd feel like utter crap afterwards, just like how when they were trying to, they keep telling letting Garrett say that, you know, I'm with Talon now, and Gwen keeps saying, relax, nothing's gonna happen, I'm not hitting on you, just because I lost um, the love of my life. Like, I don't get over people that fast and jump into someone else, or jump into an old flame for comfort. Be like, you're my best friend's guy, that's not happening. I love Talon, I'm not gonna do something to hurt her. She's doing everything for me, and she's loyal to me. I'm not gonna do this. I mean, they have they have that come up a couple times when they have these strong moments of looking into each other's eyes, and these moments when they look like they was trying to decide if they should hug or kiss. And I was like, was a lot of these moments needed? I mean, like, I mean, some of us were thinking, I can't, like, I can't lie to y'all, right? Just be like, some of these moments I was thinking, I was be like, whoa, don't have Gwen do be like that. Don't let her be no bad chick, no. 
I mean, like, honestly, once she said it once, I was kind of happy about the fact that it, need, it didn't really need to be said again. But I can understand why you kept saying it. But honestly, it made Garrett sound real arrogant, too. <sighs> yeah. So, what else? Hmm. The hatred between the black blood, the black fits, and humans were real tenacious. Uh, tenacious, no tumultuous at the beginning I can't remember the word but it kind of calmed down at the end because you know they had to bind together for the fact that we were under attack because of our own sense of self was under attack your being was going to be taken over basically and you're still going to be alive and sitting in that hell I don't know it was kind of like a cage within your own mind trapping your own free will and just doing whatever comes across and pops in your head from your leader up on high it looked like some had individual thoughts when they were allowed to have individual thoughts that or if some or of stronger mindset, or had stronger emotions like Munt, because even though he was loyal to Yavala, you could still see some Munt in him when he couldn't kill Janzo and his speech to Janzo and the wife's speech to the husband. They can't really make that emotional connection if they're not allowed to use their free will of emotions. So from what I can see, it looks like Yavala kind of loosened the strings on some. Maybe she loosened the strings on time because she wasn't afraid of them, you know? Getting free because it was impossible. I don't really know. Maybe this will actually be like a inside key of what to do about the white god when he comes. And how to defeat him again. So I'm assuming they're going to have different powers now than what they have now. Because I cannot go through the exact same thing again in multitudes. Or will they be like the black god versus the white gods and we have to try and take shelter until they kill each other off or whoever's left be the god of this world? Are each of them going to take the size one black bloods, one human? Like what? What is the point of these gods coming back to life? What are they going to do when they come back to life? Are they going to take over the world? What? Are they going to be overseers? What? What's their purpose? I'm real curious. Let's see, anything else? I was saying that the, what you call it, the Dramzo and Ren storyline was very interesting. We started off not liking each other. My girl invaded his personal space and his personal lab. And I was like, why are you up on my boy like this? My boy, sorry, my boy sold playlings. Oh, I could do anything. Jonzo is a genius. Calm down. You're in his space. The only reason you're allowed to be in his space is because y'all technically took over for a time. That's it. And had our people in prison. I was hoity toit mad. And had my girl going up in the tower like one damsel in distress. And like how my girl negotiated with Zed in one fake poison way. I was, I was standing right that up and I was like, yeah, it's my girl's queen. <laughs> Why you couldn't live until the end, man? Gwen, why? I want to live until the end of the series. I wonder when Alpha is going to finish. Do they have like a set guideline? Or no? Nah? And how, like, the Blackbloods and the humans are going to live? Are they going to integrate from now on? Or are they going to have separate civilizations? 
in separate kingdoms. Like, maybe they'll be friendly, but they will have separate kingdoms. I think that would be best. Or maybe after everyone was connected and everyone shared their joys and hopes and despairs and how hatred kind of slithered off to the side, maybe the understanding of humans and blackfoods are more connected now, for all I know. <sighs> maybe the humans are even more connected now to each other. I want to see if this hive man had a better or worse effect upon human than blackfist and all living kind anyway thanks for listening to my part two to my outpost bye